When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. That's excellent, man. Come on, we're going to do it. They get going. We're going. We're going. Go, we're going. Go, go, we're going. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Uncomfortable Kevin O'Connell. It's great. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right, boys. This is Purple Daily. Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. We just want Minnesota sports teams to please stop disappointing us every single time you get to the playoffs with quick exits. My God, Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Timberwolves blowing double-digit fourth-quarter leads. Come on, guys. Come on. (sighs) Anyways, all right. The show is presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. They have a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And this is a four-question Friday. But really, it's all about question one here because we now have, and you guys did the schedule unveil last night. We have the Vikings schedule. 17 glorious football games in order. In order. A couple of primetime games in there. It's probably the fewest number of primetime yeah. games we've seen in a while. Absolutely. We got the schedule up on the screen here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel for you to follow along. But we've done some warm up. Picking up the schedule, we did a Judd mock schedule. We picked games, I think, when we knew what the games were, but not the order. Correct. But this is the first official attempt to pick the Vikings schedule. And we'll probably do this another three or four times before the actual start of the season. But are you guys ready to go on the record here? Let's do it, man. For the first time, absolutely, yeah. Okay. I've been waiting since last night. Someone was chirping like, hey, Mackie, you know, how are you so optimistic? Listen, anything that we've predicted to this point has been a preseason schedule. It's a preseason game for us. This is week one of our scheduled prediction. Oh, okay. So we can't so go the, the on The lights are on. Yeah. The yeah. curtain is open right now. Yeah. yeah. It's showtime I, right now. This is on-the-record stuff here, okay? I hear you. So question number one on the four-question Friday is, what will the Vikings' record be in 2022? I'll throw the games out. We're going to go game by game here. You guys keep track of your own records. Sure. And then we'll circle up. You're responsible for your own work. Yep. Yes. Don't All you. right. Home week one against the Green Bay Packers. That little, not a primetime game, but that prime slot game on Fox. That is a W 
Kevin O'Connell opens with a W, avenging the 2020 no-fans home opener against the Packers in which the Vikings had an awful game. Win, Vikings. Yep, I'm going to go with win. Kick off the Kevin O'Connell KOC era with a bang. Get a win at home against the Packers. All right. I'm going to preface this by saying I think I've been pretty optimistic in some of the previous iterations of schedule predictions. I'm I'm looking at the order of games and some different things in here, and I'm not quite as I don't love playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I know they lost Devontae Adams, but like that's a honed organization. They know they they know what their system is. They know who Aaron Rodgers is. Rodgers in the regular season is brilliant. Week one was a disaster last year, so maybe that happens again. But uh, Vikings lose to the Packers in week one. Wow! They start on one. This might be the first time in the history of doing this that Phil has had the team worse than me at any point in the schedule. And yes, it's one <laughs> I think game. You're right. Yes, that's great. Okay, week two, Monday night football at the Philadelphia Football Eagles. Vikings suck. Vikings. There's beer cans being thrown. It's a hectic nighttime atmosphere in Philly, and that results in the Vikings' first defeat of the season. They lose this game. You know, I love Jalen Hurts. I like to get. I like that he loves to get freaky. He's a fun quarterback. Um, and to be honest, I don't know if the Vikings are still prepared to stop a quarterback like that. But it's also now, what, year three, I believe, of Jalen Hurts. So also at the same time, in that same breath, there's a book and there's a tape out on him on how to stop him and slow him down. I'm still going to pick this as a loss for the Vikings. It's on the road. It's in a hostile environment. But I would not be shocked if they win. But for me right now, it's a loss. I could be swayed though when we do this again. Yeah, I, I, again, this is primetime road. Eagles have made their team better. Vikings are still feeling out what they are with new systems, offensively, defensively. You're not just going to walk into the first two weeks of the season and click. So I was kind of hoping for some easier matchups early on than the perennial 13-win Packers and a road game at a playoff team. It's a loss. I think it's a slow start for the Vikings, 0-2. Still, another 0-2 start? Yep. I don't know that I've ever done that in picking the schedule before. Yeah, I don't know if you did either. I have kind of a bad feeling about those first two games. Okay, home against Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. A classic noon home game against the Lions. Kirk Cousins Super Bowl, week three. High-flying Vikings offense run by KOC, orchestrated by KC, throwing to JJ. This is a win. Win. I'm not going to say much. Win. Just win. Yep. It's a win. Yep. This is a classic <laughs> 300, 300 yards, three yeah. touchdowns for Kirky Boy. All right. <laughs> and then the Vikings, they hop on a jet. They fly probably to New York. I don't know. Maybe they fly direct. Maybe they connect in New York. I don't know. But they get out to London, London. and they play a neutral site game against the Saints in week four. You know, I like the Vikings in this game. Uh, I don't like the Saints that, that much. They both are going to, to have. First-year coaches with their franchises. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go close game, but win Vikings. I'll go win Vikings. Yeah, I, th- I think they should be able to to win this game. Uh, selfishly, I loathe waking up at 8 a.m. to watch football, but that's just a me problem. If you mention that one more time, I'm going to mention it every day until this game Phil's happens. Phil's got to wake up at 6:30, I think, to watch this. Yeah. Well, I I actually choose to get up at 5 a.m. I'm, I'm a 5 a.m. club guy yeah. every single morning. Yeah, I like early early to rise, early to bed, boys. That's the that's the blueprint of champions. That's right. All right, Tony. High achievers right. like Elon Musk and yeah. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and Phil Mackey all getting up 
Uh-huh. To make hay before the sun comes up. Yeah, it's a win for me too. If this was this is kind of lucky for the Vikings to draw a road game instead of playing at New Orleans, they're playing a neutral site game. I actually yep. think I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any data to prove this other than Ventline. I think there's more Vikings fans in uh, in Europe than there are Saints there are. fans. There are. So it's going to be a home field advantage. It's a win for the Vikings. All right. Then they come back. Instead of getting a bye week after London, they have to play a game. And I guess if you're going to have to play a game after coming back from that kind of travel, you might as well play home against the Bears. So, what do you think? Well, I think the Bears are doing things exactly right with uh, with uh, Poles as GM, and so I think the Vikings win this game because I'm going to predict actually for 2022 that the Vikings are going to sweep the Bears. They win this game. They are now four and one after five games. KOC is in the wow, conversation. Dude. Hot start. NFL Coach of the Year. Just wait. Wow, dude. Just wait. To yeah. win for you, Dex, or what? Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, it's a win for me, but they're gonna sweep the Bears, Judd. Yeah, the Bears are gonna be awful on purpose. The okay. Bears are bad. The Bears, the, are, the bad. Bears are bad. I, I'm still. It's, I, I want to see year two of Justin Fields, and he doesn't have a lot of help. I, I understand that, but um, it's a win totally for wrong. me. I'm just it's a win that. for me. And by the way, I still think this is actually is a bye week because uh, the Bears are in town, so it's uh, oh, it's God. a win. Don't, it's base. It's basically know. a bye. Yeah, and it, it is not a trap stop? game. It's not a trap game. Would you two stop? We got to take our point seriously. So I've got the Vikings starting oh. 0-2 and then bouncing back with three consecutive wins to vault back over 500 here. Okay, and then uh, the, the the Week 6 game is at Miami before a bye. So this is an interesting game because you're going to play in October in a place where it's going to be hot. I think these two teams are pretty e- evenly matched. I, I actually give um, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings the edge at quarterback, but because it's a road game, uh, I am going to go loss. The Vikings will be in their purple jerseys because the Dolphins very wisely will pick to wear white. So they'll be overheating throughout this game. <laughs> so heat stroke is your reason heat for Heat stroke will be why. No, but I'm game. going to go with a loss because this is a road game. I go loss too. Uh, Vikings right now going go into this game for me at 3-1, and one, and we're feeling good. Bye week's coming in. But uh, da, 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 da. I think this is going to be a loss for two and Teddy. Whoever's starting at quarterback, yeah, it's a loss. This is kind of a trap game for me. Like, you know, Miami right. is for you. Got the buy on the horizon. You've already had the travel to London, and you you get the win against Chicago. It just feels like this is a slip up game for the Vikings. So I have it as a loss as well. Then they get the bye week in week seven, home against Arizona, coming out of the bye in week eight. When and this is, yeah, this is where. In my opinion, the Vikings reach the zenith of the excitement and cause us to, much like Brad Childress's team did in 2006, to believe that there might be something special here. I have this as a win, and so the Vikings are now five and two. Wow. Yeah, I also have this as a win. I just, you know, having an extra week to prepare. This is about the time of year where Arizona starts to turn into a pumpkin. You know, somewhere in here, right? Like late October, early November. <laughs> yep. So it's a win for me as well. I've got them at four and three now going into back-to-back road games. So this week nine game against Washington, not only is it the Kirk Cousins revenge trip to Washington, it's only the third true road game to this point in the schedule. Because that London game was not, it's a neutral site game. So this is, you only have two true road games in the first eight weeks of the season. And then you go to Washington week nine. Unfortunately, uh, as we recall, I brought up Brad Childress's first team in 2006, and that team was red hot going into a game against the Patriots, and I thought the Vikings might win the division with first-year coach Brad Childress, and then the wheels came off. Well, 
at Washington. Kirk's first game back there. Uh, Washington, I don't love, but I don't hate. And Dex and I talked uh, pretty extensively about him on the schedule release show last night. But the more thought I give this on the road, prime Kirk meltdown potential, (laughs) trying to show the commanders, the commies, what they missed. I have this as a Vikings loss. Uh, I I told Judd this. I loathe Carson Wentz. Uh, I think he's horrible at what he does. I don't think he's very good. I think he's a crap leader. But that Washington football team was still pretty damn competitive with Taylor Heineke last year. That defense is still pretty solid. I think a lot of people probably look at this as maybe an easier road game. I actually disagree. I think this is going to be a loss for the Vikings. I think it's a loss. Prime example of Kirk going back and having his revenge tour and then just soiling himself, too. So, I, I, yeah, I I actually kind of agree. It's another it's another trap game because you got Buffalo on the horizon. You just beat Arizona. You're feeling pretty good, and yeah, it's Washington, right? Well, according to Caesars, you might think, oh, it's the it's lowly Commanders. It's a joke of a franchise. Well, the Vikings over under win total right now, according to Caesars, is eight and a half. Washington's is seven and a half. So they actually view those teams as pretty close together in terms of projections. And this is a road game. This just feels like a game where. Cousins might try to do a little too much to prove who he is. Hopefully he's comfortable enough in his status, but I think it's a loss at Buffalo Week 10. Part of the problem with this game is by this point, the Vikings have put their new defensive philosophy completely on film, so Buffalo can see all of the tweaks and adjustments. That's a tough game. Stefan Diggs against Jefferson should be a great storyline. Ultimately, though, I'm going to go with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills they will win this game. The Vikings will lose this football game. Yeah. I know we'll get into this towards the end of the season um, because the Vikings are wrapping it up on back-to-back divisional road games. I, I'm i going to make the case that this is actually still the toughest road game the Vikings are going to play. Um, it's at yeah. Buffalo. It's a hostile place. They're the best team that they're probably going to play, too. So, for me, it's just a loss. I would love if this could be the turnaround game, right? Like, if, if, the, if the Vikings are hot and they go in to prove it and they beat the Bills in Buffalo, all right, let's play. But I think right now it's a loss. Yeah, I have it as as a loss for just obvious reasons. Buffalo is one of the two or three best teams in the NFL. The Vikings are not right now. So maybe maybe my thought changes on this once we get through the first few weeks. But at Buffalo, loss. Okay, now you get the first of three straight home games. Dallas, week 11. The bleeding has started in my world because the – after two consecutive defeats, the Vikings are five and four. And the question is, who can stop that? Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins, who steps up and says, it's fine. Unfortunately, we don't know that. And Dallas has Dak Prescott, who I don't love, but I certainly don't hate. Dallas beat the Vikings with Cooper Rush. Last year, Dallas wins this game as well. Wow, Vikings dude. fall to 500 at wow. five and five. In the natural progression of things for a first-year coach who got off to a great start. Wow. So this is a fun stretch here because it's uh, Cowboys on Sunday night. Then three days later, they get to play the Patriots, and then they'll wrap up the three-game stanza with uh, with the little with the New York Jets, which are not don't scare me at all. But uh, you know, the Cowboys at this point could have fired Mike McCarthy, and my guy Kellen Moore is probably has taken over for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm still speaking this. Write that existence. down. Write that down. So that'd be really early to fire. You'd have to be really bad to fire a coach in week one. I mean, but I wouldn't put before. it past Jerry Jones to do exactly that. Uh, I think even though it's three home games, going 3-0 at home I don't think is a given. They're going to lose one of these three games. I think it's going to be this one. I think they're going to lose the Cowboys right now. 
Okay, I think you guys are overthinking this a little bit. This is a win for the Vikings because Mike McCarthy will not have been fired yet, but will still be Mike McCarthy. Like, this will be sort of the end of the McCarthy run. The Cowboys, their roster is worse than it was a year ago, and the Vikings will feast on a transitioning Cowboys team. Week 12, short week, Thanksgiving night against the Patriots at home. Short week partially comes down to coaching. KOC might be great, but he's not Billy Boy Belichick. Um, uh, Mac Jones, I like, and I, I think he's going to continue to progress. The Vikings lose a third consecutive game here to fall below wow. 500 for the first time this season. Um, look, Bill Belichick's probably the greatest NFL football coach of all time. Uh, but I don't buy that Mac Jones is still the answer there. And even though it's a short week, I think the Vikings actually get back on track and they get a win against the Patriots on Thursday Night Football. So my reasoning for this is very simple. This is a short week. It's prime time. It's Bill Belichick against a rookie head coach. I'm taking the Patriots to beat the Vikings here. It'll be a fun game. I love that they're playing on Thanksgiving night. Settle in, baby. Take a nap and settle in. But I think this is a a classic example of the the teacher versus the pupil, even though Kevin O'Connell. Well, actually, it is because Kevin O'Connell played for Bill Belichick back in 2008. So Mm -hmm. it truly is. Okay. And so. Um, let's do a record check here. I have them right now a game below 500 heading into this last home game against the Jets of this three-game stretch. I do as well. I have them at uh, six and five, but they have okay, yeah, six and five right now for me through 12. All right, home against the Jets. Can we just say win, win, win? Are we good yep. here? Yep, win, good, good, good. Okay, yep. cool. so win, win, win. All right, okay. At Detroit, Week 14, things Boy. have started to spiral a bit. It's gotten tough. And Danny Campbell has the Lions on the right track, and the Lions are, and 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 the, the Lions are an inspirational story. The Vikings lose this game. Wow, dude! Wow, dude! Dex, I I say it's a win right now. I'm curious on that man Campbell team going forward. I love Dan Campbell just for fodder and our our show purpose, but uh, I think right now it's a win. But I could be swayed. Right now it's a win though. I am 100% with Judd here. I think I don't think Campbell is the coach in three or five years, but I think this team played their ass off for him last year. They probably should have beat the Vikings twice, if not for the Vikings. You know, credit to Cousins for just picking the ball up with 40 seconds left and getting the Vikings in the field goal range. But this is a dangerous game at Detroit, and it, and it was last year too, so I got it as a loss here. Okay, home against the Colts in Week 15. At this point in time, the Vikings have lost five of six. There's questions about oh about Kirk. There's questions about a lot of things, and the Vikings lose again. Matt Ryan beats the Vikings at U.S. Bank Stadium. Yep. Uh, wow. My my theme on this schedule here is actually it's the, it's the peaks and valleys of being a Vikings fan. So like the Vikings start four and one in the first five games for me, and then they go on a little bit of yep. skid there. And then they get hot again here as as the as the calendar turns into December. They've won three in a row going into this game. And classic Vikings, they drop the ball somehow against the Colts, and it's a loss. See, I think I, it's funny because Judd and I are like kind of tracking on the same pace here, but the logic, some of the games are different for us here. This is a classic bounce-back game. If they're going to lose at Detroit and then come back home for what? It's a noon game. At, well, it's TBD, but it's probably going to be a noon game. This is a classic, expectations have been lowered now, bounce back and win a home game against the Colts. A classic Kirk Cousins, 280-yard, three-touchdown game here. So they win that game. And then they host the Giants for their final home game 
a short week for both teams on Christmas Eve. I've got that as a win because here's my question. Who's the Giants QB? Dimes? Danny Dimes Dimes didn't have his his option picked up for his fifth year. Vikings win. Yep, Vikings win. It's a a win for the Vikes. Yep. Okay, so we go into these final two games here. Let's do a record check. Right now I have them at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have them at eight wins, seven losses going into the final two games here. I'm at seven and eight. I am nine and six. Okay. So a lot on the line here. For a playoff seed decks. Uh-huh. Well, I think all of us. If, so eight and seven, seven and eight, nine and six. I think so all of they, us. Yeah, they're they're in us. playoff range here for all of us. So okay, at Green Bay, playoffs on the line for all three of us here. Maybe even division on the line here right. for Declan, especially at mm-hmm. Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a loss. This is a loss. This team has now gone up and down. And it's been down. Um, I think that the hot start is long gone now. Tough game, cold game. Some players are checked out. Some aren't. It's a loss. Loss for me, too. Um, going into Green Bay on Christmas Eve, man. I think that's that's just prime territory for Aaron Rodgers to have. To, he's done it before to the Vikings on Christmas Eve. So right now, it's a loss. But playoffs are on the line. Yeah, you're talking about the North, right? You're, you're probably talking about the North, if not playoff spots, for both teams on the line in this game. Yeah. It's a loss for me, too, which means I have them actually going 0-2 against the Packers. I don't, I, I, I've been trying to go back and forth in this in my head, but um, it's a loss for me. It's just, I think the Packers are better right now. If the, if, if the Vikings sign J.C. Treader, I'm contractually obligated to mention his name in every single show until he picks a team. Yeah, Mac. I want to re, we, we can re-pick if they make another big acquisition or something. Okay. And then week 18... So I've got them at eight and eight. Judd's got them at seven and nine. Dex has them at nine and seven. They could theoretically be still in playoff contention with any of these if an eight-win team gets in. But at Chicago to end the season, uh, they win. Now, now I'm a little bit scared because it's January seventh or eighth in Chicago. So like it, it's going to be cold and windy, yeah. and some weird stuff could take place. But again, I think the Bears are going to be so checked out by now. Um, and look, their goal is. I think pretty smart. Who cares? So I'm going, the Vikings complete the sweep. The Bears are just a doormat. Vikings win. Yep, it's a Vikings win for me, too. Um, I think this probably wraps up, obviously, one of those wild card spots. Bears are checked out, even though it's in Chicago on a cold day in early January. It's a win for me. And it's a win for me as well. So final records, Declan 10-7, and seven. Old Macadac 9-8. Judd Zolgad, 8-9. So you probably have them missing the playoffs. Yep. I have them maybe sneaking in as the 7th seed. Yep. And Dex has them as like the 6th or the 7th seed somewhere in there, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Let us know in the YouTube comment section. What do you think? Pick the schedule. What's their record going to be? Do you agree, disagree with us? Are we being too negative because we don't have them at 13 wins? (laughs) I think... think. First of all, my logic here is, uh, so they won eight games last year, right? So I've got them winning an extra game because I think the offense is going to be better. The defense, by default, should be better. So, like, they're they're a game better for sure. Their schedule looks a little easier, but you never really know until you get in here. Right. 
I keep going back to a couple of things though. Rookie head coach. We're just we're automatically assuming the best ver we're assuming diet Sean McVay here. It's like I, I like the O'Connell hire, but it takes a special, special coach to just jump right into that seat and just be smooth sailing right out of the gate, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I'm allowing for some growing pains with Kevin O'Connell. But the other thing I keep going back to is Regardless of roster, regardless of team coaches, the Vikings starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins, is a gravitational pull toward 500. Mm-hmm. And so until he himself proves that he is something else with the new infrastructure and everything else, it's hard to go on the record. You know, now that this is our first official stab, we're diving deep into the schedule and say 12 right. wins. Right. He's never done that before. So I'm saying nine, get in. See what happens. Maybe he'll turn a corner at some point. Maybe the offense, the offensive line, all the things that have been holding him and this team back, maybe they turn a corner and then yep. we'll admit that we're wrong. And as far as the change to a 3-4 base defense goes, keep in mind, so in the exhibition games, they're going to show nothing. Like, they're going to play vanilla straight up. So I think that they're going to have some time early in the season where they unveil looks that are going to confuse teams, right? Like, oh, whoa, we haven't seen that before. So I think you're going to have a certain grace period defensively where your strategies and use of personnel is going to play to your advantage. Once you get past that, you got film out there now. And now you've got to adjust to what you did because if you play the exact same fundamentals, teams are going to know. So my point is once you get about, in my opinion, to like week five or so, the book is out a bit more. And so the question then is can the defense make adjustments to continue to throw the offenses off? That's the question. And I don't know. I mean, perhaps it's it works perfectly, and you do. Perhaps you don't, and then teams start to score points on you a little bit more. Yeah. So, all right, there it is, boys. We just we, Good stuff. We, we'll, we'll do another couple of these as the offseason progresses. If we hear great things wins. at OTAs, we can get them up to, yeah, get them up to 12, 13, 14 wins. Friday, today, I will be out there. 1 o'clock, minicamp for rookies and tryout players. KOC talking, me chewing on some footballs. Right. Take I'm some, very take some excited. notes for us. I'm very right. excited. Post-practice, I will post video from TCO. I love it. All right, we have we have three more questions here on Four Question Friday, but real quick, let's uh, let's pause to talk about. Let's take a beverage break, actually, before question oh. number two. I mean, what should we what should we pour down our gullets here? Hold Jeff? on a second here, because I got a prop. I got a prop that was a major part of Judd's hockey show last night. Powered Declan It's, it's, it's and actually I cyanide. Judd here fact, for, for cyanide. Fact, it's not a prop. <laughs> it's not a prop. It's an empty box. And you know what that is? It's an empty box of my favorite beer, Surly. Now, all as, as we, you know, Dex and I have talked about, all of the products from Surly Brewing are outstanding. But what gets you past a stinker of a playoff game? Putting a, some in arsenic series? in your Surly. No! No, no, no. It's just Surly Furious IPA. You don't ever alter a Surly. How? Why would you alter perfection? Something that helps you forget. And such a perfect name for a Minnesota sports team. Surly Furious, the presenting sponsor of this show right here. They were, they were a sponsor on Judd's Hockey Show in the playoffs. Thanks, Wild, for screwing that up. But thanks to Surly because you are the number one star of Minnesota Beers. Well, the while they're riding off into the sunset, <laughs> maybe they'll ride off on a Harley, an Indian Metro Cruiser sport bike, whatever they're riding off with. Dennis Kirk is here to help. Dennis Kirk is all about riding more and waiting less. Free shipping on orders over $89. 
Over 160,000 parts and accessories in stock. Same-day shipping on orders placed before 8 p.m. If you like to ride, get out on the open road and enjoy the wind in your hair as you ride away from Minnesota sports disappointment. Declan's hair. Dennis Kirk. Declan's hair blowing around for the first time ever. <laughs> Dennis Kirk is here for you. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. All right, question number two here. Just tell me, what is your favorite part about the Viking schedule? Completely open-ended question. What's your favorite part about the schedule? I love that they're opening at home. Uh, I think that's great. And, and, and the Packers. I know some people like to save that, like, oh, I want I want that primetime, or I want that game to be later in the season. No, I love it. You start with the bang. I don't want to start the season against the Giants. Like, I, I want to start the season against the yeah. damn Packers. Let's do it. Um, and then second uh, thing I love, I love me some Thanksgiving Day football, dude, and the fact we get a Thanksgiving evening game to stuff our faces with turkey football. and stuffing and pie and all that great stuff, the turducken, all of it. And then we get to take a little nap, a little cat nap, and then we get some football, and we get to do a vet line on Thanksgiving evening. Very much looking forward to that. Let's get it. Yes, agree completely. Thanksgiving night, it's about time. I, I covered the Lions-Packers uh, Thanksgiving Day game in 2003, and it's fantastic. Absolutely love it. It's a special thing. Um, and look, un- unlike Dex, I won't be napping. I will be yeah. getting in my car and driving downtown and saying goodbye to any company that might be at my goodbye. house as soon as I possibly can so I can be at the game. <laughs> I love the fact. You know what? Christmas evening, not Eve, but but Christmas night and Thanksgiving Day are great days. But by the time you get tonight, you're just sort of done with it, and you're like laying there in a vegetative state. Uh-uh. I get to get out of the house. <laughs> I, just, I think that's I would a like you thing. I would like to thank the National Football I would like to thank the National Football League for giving us this game so I have a reason to leave the house. So thank now you you'll very much. Not, now you'll just be propped up in the press box in a vegetative state or what's Hello. Gonna, why no, why no, would you not be in a vegetative state? Is, no, is like the I'll change of scenery the blood, yeah, is the what's going to help you? Pump, the blood will be pumping. I'll be at a okay. football yeah. game. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I like this because I think, first of all, we love to just sort of, you know, march to the beat of our own drum on Thanksgiving. We, we go out to eat. We, we we have made a couple dishes here and there. But I, lo- I love when when there's a wrench thrown into holiday plans and you have to come up with new traditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in on this. I think my favorite part of the schedule is uh, is the fact that there's only two primetime games. Because, you know, this team doesn't deserve primetime right now. This right. team deserves some tough love. Okay. They've been... They haven't been above 500 in two years. They need to earn their way back to prime time. All right? They're disrespecting the Vikings. No, they're not. Nah. The Vikings are getting exactly what they deserve, and now they need to climb their way back up the ladder and prove yep. that they are an interesting winning yes. product worthy of putting on national TV. Yes. So go get fat on some noon games. Make some hay with your schedule, and then, and then maybe you can get flexed back into prime time later in the season. And also, important thing, Kirk Cousins doesn't belong in primetime. Like, he literally doesn't. I think that was probably the best thing that he saw, too. Was like, oh, yeah, he God, struggled okay, there at times, so he's not there now. It's great. Okay, question number three. What's your least favorite part about the schedule? Declan? I don't like going on the road to end the season, back-to-backs. Um, and look, Chicago is probably going to be an easier path. It's not going to be um, a, a difficult situation. Knock on wood. Old tweets expose me here in like seven months. But I don't love the fact you have to finish your home season against the Giants kind of early in the season, and then you have two back-to-back road games. I don't like that. I think that's what I don't like the most about this schedule. 
if I'm the Vikings, the thing that actually I don't like uh, as well as that is this one too. When I see the Dolphins in Miami on my schedule, I'm like, hell yeah, November, December, right? Like it's going to be, we're, we're going to get out of the cold and go play in a place where it's going to be a gorgeous day. And instead you're playing there in October. Yeah. Just from the Vikings standpoint, if you could flip-flop, I don't know, let's say the at-Green Bay game, which they, they wouldn't do. But my point being is that is about as poor placement for that Dolphins game as you could possibly get as the Vikings. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough. You'd like to maybe swap out, like you know, Declan said, those last two road games, you know, you could be playing in below zero temperatures with wind for just you know, fighting for your playoff life those last two weeks. Course. I think my least favorite part, and I get why the NFL is trying to do this, is the the lack of a bye week after the London game. Yeah, Chicago at home should be a bye, but it's still a football game against a team that didn't travel to London. Yep. And I think what they're doing here is they're trying to get teams used to traveling to London without the bye because at some point they want to put a team in London. The Jaguars are moving. They're Yeah. They're trying to normalize just yep. traveling to London for week four yep. and then traveling back, right? Yep. And, their, and their point might be, well, listen, if you're going to travel from New York to L.A. or New York to Seattle or something, you're already making those cross-country trips. It's correct. You know, you know, it's the difference just you're flying over a body of water. It's not like you're stuck in a middle seat on a Spirit Airlines flight. So these, well, are, these are nice chartered flights. Being charged for your luggage. Yeah. Seatbelt buckle. <laughs> Uh, would Mr. you like Cousins, some crackers? We're going to need twenty bucks for that little bag that you've got. It is seven dollars to open your tray service, uh, sir. You have to pay us seven dollars. <laughs> you have to see. Yeah, you can you can unlock the tray with by scanning your credit card. Be great. Wow. Okay, and then the the final question for you guys here is: the Minnesota Wild let everybody down again last night. Full breakdowns of all of that on Mackie and Judd, Judd's Hockey Show, Score North YouTube channel. But is there any hope for Minnesota sports? Do the Vikings provide you any hope for Minnesota sports? to end this cycle of playoff disappointment. How soon? Like, are, are we talking about for the 2022-23 season? Three, three-year window. Three-year window. Is there any hope? Is there any hope? Um, I would love to say yes, absolutely. And if the Vikings were doing what we all talked about for months that we thought that they should do, my answer would be, yeah, I think that there is. But they've. I think they're slowing the process now. And so in the next... Three years, if we're talking exclusively, which I think we are, about the Wild, the Wolves, the Twins, and Vikings uh, for a championship, really unfortunately, not trying to be a jerk, I think right now my response would be no. Wow. Not for three three years. Like like playoffs, sure, teams will get to playoffs. Playoffs, but if you're asking me about a championship, Phil, like or a run to a Super Bowl or a World Series or a finals, I know. I just I don't see it in three years. Dark, all right, Dex. I'll say what I said on Judd's Hockey Show and Mackie and Judd. If teams like the Panthers and the Bengals and these lowly franchises can find ways to get to Super Bowls, eventually, God willing, through the grace of everything, the Vikings should find themselves to be able to do it. So that that's I'm, I'm holding out hope that because other more putrid fan bases, not fan bases, franchises, I should say, have made it to the dance, the Vikings should hopefully get to the damn dance. I think there's a lot of hope because I think the Vikings finally now are offensive-minded in their approach. Uh, I, I I actually like the way that Quasey tends to approach his evaluation and you know just sort of the draft and everything. 
I still have a lot of questions about Kirk Cousins as the leader of a team that aspires to win a championship, but they're not, they don't have to be committed to him necessarily in two or three years from now. So I, I think they're getting this thing going in the right direction offensively, and they're trying to borrow from the Sean McVay coaching tree. So I'm not going to guarantee a championship in the next three years, but I do think the Vikings provide more hope than anything else. Maybe not immediate championship hope in 2022, but sure. we'll see. We'll see. All right, boys. Uh, also, a shout-out to our friends at Federated for helping keep the lights on here at Score North, Purple Daily. If you're a business owner out there, they're all about helping minimize risk and maximize your success. They have 100-plus years of experience with helping business owners in and around the state of Minnesota and beyond. Check them out at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right, there's your scheduled prediction, your four-question Friday. Hit us up in the comment section on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let us know what you think the Vikings record is going to be. First glance here. We'll see you guys tomorrow on Purple Daily.